All right, here we go. Another episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy out there. So again, the plan for 2024 is going to be similar to 2023 for me and, and the fitness program. And like I've talked, I guess, at nauseum about, you know, the goal for bike is 2K this year. Um, so keeping that in front of me, keeping it relevant, keeping it out there. So... I challenge myself to to work hard toward that goal, God willing. And that is the, the idea is to get to that this year. So keeping that in the forefront and working hard to make that happen, but also then making gains and trying to lower the numbers that, that, that I've been, you know, really struggling with over the last year or so. And that's getting that A1C and consistent. Uh, number down as low as I can, and then also um, reducing those numbers or improvements with the uh, actually increasing, increasing the um, the good cholesterol. That's the one that I'm really trying to accomplish on. So those are the two biggest things for this year, and so that's going to be, you know, just taking the 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 diet, the the eating food program to the to the another level being more consistent and then being more more reg- regimented with it and then trying to get a little more stricter to make those improvements and so big task struggle area for me uh, but I know I can do it uh, I just got to get serious and make you know make those decisions um, because even though that I understand, the idea that that you know we don't know when our last day on earth is going to be uh we still want to try to um live in a manner that we're not trying to tempt fate um we're not going to just do whatever because you know I want to try to um live as healthy as possible being in a good state of health as much as possible. Understand again, you know, don't know what, what God's plan or will is, um, but I'm functioning under the fact that I, I need to take care of myself the best that I can and do do a little bit better with it so that the day-to-day is as good as, as it, it can be and I think that's the key to this is that, yeah, it's not the only driving factor. It's not all of us about that, but it is something that they're mindful of to um, to take care of what has been given to me and as my life, right? And my health and my body is given to me. Uh, so I need to do the best that I can and do better at taking care of it. I think that's a good way to, to explain it, I guess, is that they've been given this gifted to me, um, and so I need to manage it, treat it as well as as I possibly can. And so, again, the consistency, light lifting, I uh, need to maybe uh, make some changes with that, make some improvements, um, but still the light lifting and then hitting the sauna, Um 
and then try, you know, mixing in the writing as much as possible too. So I think all those things are going to work well in concert uh, to help me stay, to get to where I need to be and then stay in that, in those zones and then focusing in on also the diet and what I consume. So again, as I said in the past, always consult your doctor uh, anytime that you're looking at any type of a fitness program or food, dietary things, things like that. I, I get it. Yeah, they're not the best. Um, then maybe find somebody who that is and trusts, that you trust, um, that has an understanding of what it is and, and consult them. Um, but don't, don't just, don't do this alone. Don't just read only certain things. I think that again, I've talked to people that are saying, you know, a hundred percent that they're staying away from, from carbs. I think there's some issues with that. I think you need a certain amount of my understanding is a certain amount of, of good carbs. And I think, again, that's, um, based on some, you know, your personal, research and again um and consulting dietitians i, I think they're gonna that uh, you know they're gonna say that you need a balanced diet and and so i think it's anytime that you get one extreme or the other then i think that's where you know you get into some trouble and how your body reacts to it and so again there's that whole thing you know simple carb versus you know complex carbs and you know carbs through say crackers is a lot different than carbs through uh, a vegetable things like that so those are all the things and again i'm not an expert don't claim to be don't have all the answers um, but i'm just going to say is this just well balanced right well balanced is far better than being on any extreme so again consult a, a professional somebody who's got a good track record a proven track record of 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 health and fitness and um, and understands you and your goals, where you need to go, and can help devise a plan for you that is right for you and and your your certain sit your your current situation. Um, and again, taking in consideration medications, uh, pre existing conditions, all those things is important to consult um, before you start doing anything. Um, and again, my my information is just recommend uh, based on what I've done. It's not I'm not recommending it for you. Not saying this is what you need to do. Things that I've done, experimenting, um, consulting with folks, and things that I've done that that I'm trying to do. Again, don't have all the answers, but things that I'm experimenting with necessarily, uh, or or trying, and then also doing my own research and understanding my existing conditions and how my body is going to act towards some things you know sure you know some people again have have the better ability to process sugar um and so you know they it's a little bit different safe with them as far as maybe the fruit and things that they consume um versus others that don't those type of things again still trying to stay from processed staying away from processed foods staying away from processed sugars things like that but all those things are um important uh, when we consider uh, our diets and, and what we're eating on a regular basis, I know that's a grind. Sometimes it gets to be old, eating pretty much the same things, limited to the same things for whatever reason. Um, but 
that's okay. You know, it's about the fueling our bodies. It's not, you know, about anything other than that, unfortunately, but it's, it is what it is. And, and so we have to do what we have to do to uh, try to keep ourselves in, in some kind of consistent health. So encourage you again, however, wherever you're at in this process, that you work hard, that you, again, um, get that plan, execute it, and achieve those goals that you want to have for yourself for this year and going forward. Uh, over to our good friends over at Zero Hedge, and I just lost it here, so I apologize. Give me a second here to pull this up. I had it, and it went away. So we'll get this pulled back up. Uh, Tyler Durden, Zero Hedge. The Great Growth Hoax at Zero Hedge. Tuesday, February 6, 2024. For This is authored by Jeffrey Tucker, actually, via The Daily Reckoning. For several days, ever since supposedly amazing GDP report, from quarter four, 2023, we've been blasted by the media about how great the economy is doing. It's exacerbating because these claims do not fit with human experience. Last we heard from the Census Bureau, real income is down and no one doubts it. Everyone, or at least most average people, have felt strong downgrades in living standards over these last four years. And yet no recession has been declared. This is for technical reasons. A recession is supposed to show up in the technical reading of GDP plus unemployment. We've known for years that unemployment data is broken. It does not account for labor dropouts or adjust for multiple job holders, or otherwise reveal anything about labor participation or remuneration. Unemployment is technically low, but so what? As for GDP, it's not a measure of the standard of living or even the economic growth. It is a measure of output, stuff going on as measured in dollar terms, whether necessary, productive, society, society, I'm sorry, productive, society serving efficient or not at all. The aggregate was concocted at a time when economists believed that spending was itself productive, whether it flowed from a sustainable capital base or government itself, anything moving and churning was regarded as good. When the latest report came out, everyone cheered. I dug around the data a bit, but I figured I would wait for my favorite analyst to weigh in. Sure enough, Peter St. Ange writes it up. As it's a doozy. Fresh GDP numbers came in and it was a blowout. This kind of blowout only a $2.7 million government deficit can buy while the private economy crumbles around another couple blowout GDP reports like this and Americans will be living under an overpass. The essential ruse comes down to an unfathomable amounts of government spending that is being recorded as productivity and output and interpreted by the media's growth. In the past 12 months, the federal deficit increased by $1.3 trillion Yet we only got half in GDP, about $600 billion. In other words, everything else shrank. It's even worse for the brave and stunning Q4. There, there we got just $300 billion in extra GDP for, wait for it, $384 billion in new federal debt. To put, a, to put a fine point on it, essentially GDP is measuring the pace at which we're going Soviet, replacing private wealth with government waste. It costs $2.50 to generate a dollar. In his interpretation of the data, we are destroying wealth by at the fastest rate since 2008. An analyst by Zero, Zero Hedge echoes the same thought. Uh, 
Every dollar in GDP growth costs 169 in new debt. Also means that every new job costs future generations of Americans 957 million. I'm sorry, $957,100.48. To say it's unsustainable is more than obvious. It is a disaster, and this is dragging the American prosperity into the pits. But if, if by prosperity you mean quality of life, no matter how many gizmos to which you have access to resources for living a good life is uh, already depleting very fast. The American dream, question mark. The idea of, of one income family is nearly extinct, whereas the norm three quarters of a century ago even the gizmos are falling apart, not serving us well. Household appliances don't work unless you somehow get your hands on the most high-end, high-priced models. They're trying to shove everyone into urban computer cars, commuter cars, so you cannot drive on those big vacations that used to be the American norm. College is out of reach, and the degree costs a fortune. Uh, to get to get it to get it is increasingly worthless anyway. People are ever more disparaging, despairing for the future, and thinking this is the new norm. And then he said, goes on and says, is there, any, is there hope? On the good side, we are seeing the exploration of trust in, or we are seeing the evaporation of trust in media, medicine, academia, and government. Large media organizations are laying off workers in droves just to survive, and the woke agenda generally seems on the ropes. Dramatic reforms are possible, but are they likely? We will see. There needs to be wholesome reform in the government and, and much more besides in order to save what's left of the great American prosperity machine. So there you have it. So again, being lied to dishonesty and being lied to in the media about the economy. But unless that somebody's educated on these things and understands what these things mean, truly understanding what GDP, what the, the growth model is, and what the truth is behind it, they're going to, somebody's more than likely going to believe it. And the problem is that people become too reliant upon corporate media to get their information from. When there's a wealth of information available to anybody at any time, it's just taking the time and the effort to understand it. And I have been guilty of that at times, to not really take the time to understand it, but finding, but finding more people like this, like the C-Row Hedges, Tyler Durden's that bring these things to light then become more understanding of it. But it's not always just somebody because uh, you maybe agree or their opinions may be popular, but if you can see some consistency amongst folks and there is not just somebody parroting that information, which many do. But if they are taking the similar information and digesting it similarly and explaining it similarly, then you have that consistency and understand that there is some truth to what 
they say. But, again, I've said this before, is that it is confusing because a lot of times the, the, what, the eye test, that you, things that you see don't necessarily match up to what is going on necessarily or being reported. Because there are many times you feel like that overall that things are, at least in your part of the world, is in part of the country in the small area that in perspective that we live in that you see a lot of things that kind of contradict what is going on. So then is that underlying churn below the water as bad or worse than it could possibly be? As, you, as we're seeing house values continually go up uh, and new houses being built all the time. And newer and newer vehicles being out there on the road and more expensive and more expensive and more expensive. And then you're seeing these high, high dollar homes with uh, pools and boats. And then you wonder where, you know, it all, where it all ends. And don't get me wrong, it is about wanting people to have I guess affordable living. I think that's the ultimate. Right? And not necessarily uh, advocating for excess. Um, But if, if somebody has the ability to do some of these things um, within a reasonable manner, then, you know, so be it, I guess. And we can, you know, and you can get down that rabbit hole of, you know, wanting to maybe try to help out others and things like that. And I get that, but strictly staying with the idea of though, of where the economy overall is. And not trying to, you know, get into so many rabbit holes, but as we see interest rates climb, and then we also see, you know, people talking out there about savings rates, declining you know I still think that the, you know and from my perspective that, that we're still waiting for the truth about some of these things to come out and I think one of these days it's going to be an explosion and it's going to be um, disconcerting and scary situation and people are going to say are going to be surprised by what happened and, and and then the information is going to be there. And I hate it. I don't want it to happen. Uh, I don't want to go back to 1998, 97, 98. Um, we're back into 
and I'm the 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 dates are slipping my mind. But previously, I think seventies or eighties, whatever it was, when there was, you know, uh, similar quote unquote collapses in the market. Don't want to go back to those days, but it seems like that there is some inevitability to that at some point, based on just the recklessness of government spending. And you can say, well, yeah, I mean. You know, it's it's going to. There's always going to be ups and downs, right? There, at some point, there has to be some kind of down. But is it going to be something that's cataclysmic that that is going to be almost damn near impossible to come back from? Unless we have some kind of fundamental change in in the way that business is com- done, conducted in. In DC. And why that there is this, the question needs to be answered is why is this, why are, are so many wanting to see the systematic destruction of the country and, and why do they think that they're going to be above the fray? Why do they think that they won't be affected by the economy or government or the country's collapse. And maybe a few won't be, uh, but, but I think many of these ones would be who think they wouldn't be, and where would they be at? And so the question is, is, is what are the plans, what are people willing to do to try to make systematic changes in the policies and, and the actions of the overall government? And, and like I said before, previously brought up where you know, many of these uh, folks have somebody behind them blackmailing them and getting to do what they want them to do. And at what point does somebody say enough is enough and it's time to make some fundamental changes? And the countries the the country in the past has enjoyed this success because of many working together. with the idea of trying to make overall living a affordable and a attainable goal for for the citizens of the country. And there may be small minor policy disagreements here and there, but fundamentally the idea was an idea for improvements or sustainability and so that the vast majority have the ability to live a lifestyle that they desire 
when there was more propensity for folks to be charitable and giving and willing to help out others in need. And, and that became more, I believe, extinct over time. Harder to find, maybe, overall. So there needs to, to be some decisions made and... and Accountability in at the ballot box for many. So we shall see. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying safe, staying healthy out there. And until next time.